You're listening to the Movie Crew Podcast, and tonight we're going to talk about John Landis's comedy horror, An American Werewolf in London. You have no trouble. Me, Fifth Element. You will be a weapon. You will be a minister of death, praying for war. But until that day, you are cute. Sound off like you got a pair. Podcast. We're your host. I'm Brian Elkins. With me here tonight, Mr. Jeremy Benson. Hey, guys. And Mr. Jerry Gallen. How you doing, Brian? Doing good, guys. Doing good. Comedy horror. Yeah, I, I put American the com- Werewolf. I put comedy, <laughs> put comedy first because it, it it does lean really heavy on comedy. You know, John Landis disagreed in all the making of documentaries on this disc, what? man. Really? He's like, this is a fucking horror. It's a movie. horror movie with some comedy. Okay, so it's a horror comedy. But, you know, I, I got to thinking about it, and I call bullshit on what he said. I yeah. think this is a precursor of Scream. Yeah. It doesn't go into parody level, but it is, like, meta. It, they bring up the Wolfman in the movie, like, four or five they times. They really do. Right? You ever seen the Wolfman? <laughs> and then there's, like, whole sequences in the movie that you could completely cut out. They only are there for comedy. Like, when, right. he, when, the, uh, when David's running around naked. <laughs> like, that only exists to make you laugh. That doesn't tell you anything about the character. It doesn't serve the story at all. Mommy, a naked American man and the stole scene where me blues. He's, where he's killing that guy in the subway. Like, it's well, that, funny. That, well, wait, that's funny? That's not funny. That's horrific. I love that. That fits a horror movie. I'll, oh, I'll go uh, with that. Yeah, I didn't think that was funny. Uh, <laughs> Jeremy's like, <laughs> get that motherfucker. Fuck <laughs> he <it>. tripped. <laughs> Motor the one percent. Actually, I love that shot where he's like uh, he trips and he's on the escalator and he rolls over and then they're they've got the perfect like angle of the escalator and they're like pushing up on him and he's like, <laughs> you know, oh, yeah, I like, like that. The, it's 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 the. Oh yeah, I was laughing so hard. <laughs> I was laughing at the um, the Wendy's ads all over that scene. Made just for you, uh, Wendy's. I, I did catch um, on the blue in the Blu-ray. I mean, I could never see it on VHS, but they had the the porn advertisement. Oh, I took a picture tunnels. of that. Yeah. Actually, in that scene, I took a picture of that. In, the, the, in the original, I'll see you next Wednesday. Found this out today. In the original script, it was it wasn't supposed to be a porn theater. It was supposed to be like a regular theater, and, they, and when the werewolf's in there, it's like a cartoon is being projected. 
and they were going to oh. intercut between cartoons and him ripping people apart. That's kind of cool. But when he got to England to shoot, the whole the whole story of why they're shooting in Europe is interesting. But when they got to England to shoot, the theaters had all changed to porn theaters. So he just incorporated it into the script. I think they shot that porn thing, though. I think it was the first thing they shot. Was, oh, yeah, it was. Yeah. The porn movie. And I actually like that porn movie where it's just like uh, it, that there's these scenes that keep cutting to that basically have no no point. It's like, you it's promised like, me you'd never do that. He's like, she's like, wait, I don't even know you. He's like, oh, okay, sorry. And he walks out. And then later on, she gets a phone call and she's like, hello? No, that person's not here. It's okay. Okay, bye. You know? <laughs> like, what the fuck? That's like, the scene? I like their comments, too. It's like, oh, good movie. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Plot looks a little thin. Yeah. And you, and you can't say that that whole scene with the um, with all of his like ghosts showing up to tell him you know how to kill himself that's comedy that's hundred percent you know I yeah. disagree with John Landis on yeah, this. yeah fuck you John Landis you're wrong <laughs> I wouldn't go that far but I, I definitely think this is a you know it's, it's a beginning of a lot in the horror comedy I mean this is even before um, like Evil Dead Evil Dead two and all that that's stuff definitely comedy yeah that's like slapstick yeah slapstick horror comedy or comedy horror yeah. <laughs> The zombie scene's hilarious. The zombie scene. The zombie Nazis. Oh. oh. Dude, I don't think that's fu- funny. That scared I the shit out of me. Zombie Nazis. I, I think the, the masks are kind of stupid looking, but... Uh, that's the, rest the of, point. <laughs> but the rest of it's pretty damn that hardcore. Was stupid. Man, that scared the shit out of me the first time I saw it. Like, they, they come in and they like shoot up the little, the little girl and the boy, and then when it cuts wide, there's like they're just covered in blood. Because it, it's so fast, you know, and the way he cuts his throat at the end of it. I, I, actually, uh, it comes in and holds him and makes him watch everybody in his family die, and then he slices his throat. It is a, it's a weird... hardcore. Yeah, it's a weird progressions of... Uh, it's a weird mixture of different things. Like, you got Uzis and Nazis and... Well, the Nazis make sense these, because he's Jewish. I can see that. Yeah, so, I mean, like, that that's building that up. And then, like... And then Uzis, like, what is it? That's, what well, is that supposed to be? Gang violence? No, that wouldn't have been happening in 81, right? Is that an... There's I think the Uzis are just Uzis. Yeah, man. It was like, wait, we we can get Uzis. <laughs> all right, touche. I think we're gonna blow up the entire the entire room. Um, actually, all the all the dream sequences are pretty cool. Like when he's like chasing down that deer in the woods. That that dream sequence. That's pretty. Yeah, badass. that's pretty funny too. <laughs> Jeremy, this whole time is gonna be like, man, this was hilarious. <laughs> I was laughing. It's like, it is. It's a great movie. <laughs> the, co- well, the cops are out. Dude, that's a good comic relief bit. The cops. Remind me of that. The detectives. There's the uh, the one the heavier set guy that's just constantly cutting off the <laughs> taller, skinnier, mustached one. Yeah. Basically Sherlock Holmes and Watson. Yeah. Right. Or, yeah. We were kind of like um, Laurel and Hardy. or you know, so, yeah. I don't know exactly what he's playing on there, but something along those lines. The classic partnership. <laughs> Well, I mean, this this movie classic British partnership for some reason. Yeah, this movie's kind of basically a buddy movie. It it, it carries through with uh, with their two main characters, even though one of them dies, he comes back, and as he comes back, is he a ghost? He's not a zombie because he disappears. Like he's like, yeah, he's a ghost. But no, but but they say we're undead. But that's kind of wrong because undead that, doesn't that mean that you're like a, a zombie? I always took it that like their spirits can't rest until the werewolf is. Is gone. Dead. Yeah. Well, and and okay. An excuse to give them a reason to bring the guy back gradually. More. Right. <laughs> but wouldn't he be following the werewolf that killed him? How is it the main character's fault? Well, the fault? werewolf that killed him is dead. 
Well, I know, but so shouldn't he be released? No, until by, the, by the rules of the movie. No, no the, the rule is until the bloodline is severed. Yeah. So, so since David, the bloodline well, was passed to David, how do they know that? There's not another one that that other guy created. Bro, because they're supernatural ghosts, okay? And they're then, cursed. And they know then these things. When David is like going through like Piccadilly Circus at the end and is like fucking mauling motherfuckers, he didn't kill everybody. How so, do you know? Well, obviously he there? did. I was there, Jeremy, and I was I don't laughing think you're the whole old time. to be there. <laughs> well, you know, we don't get closure on that. It's not like we see his. Oh, we don't his, get no closure. His buddy come out and go, oh. All right, bye, David. He's like, you know, like he, he dissolves. <laughs> like you see, like those terrible eighties movies. It'd be great if they did a sequel, and it's like American Werewolf back in America, and he's like, now he's all in his fifties, but he's still a werewolf. Like he survived this, and his buddy is now just a bone. <laughs> Shows up every now and then. David, <laughs> you need to kill yourself, David. Stop oh. it. <laughs> Come on, man. Do y'all remember the first time y'all saw this? Uh, first time I saw it, oh, man, like 10, 12, somewhere, somewhere in that ballpark. I saw The Howling first, which also came out this year. I don't. I, I was a teenager. And oh, wow, y'all were, y'all were old when y'all saw it. Uh, yeah, yeah, totally. Like, you, you, you know my story. I wasn't allowed to watch such things, even, I wasn't though either. even though they're comedy. My dad got in a lot of trouble for this. See, but you got a dad that was on your side, though. We'd gotten a free, uh, <laughs> I think I was four or five and we'd gotten a free hbo weekend and it it was new on hbo as the feature presentation okay so wolfen and american werewolf in london played back to back and my dad let me watch both and my mom was pissed (laughs) and and then she's like (laughs) how could you and jeremy goes it was hilarious (laughs) (laughs) and i watched my first fake porno Oh no! With some, with some very nice, uh, very nice breast assist. That's true. Yeah, I do remember it scaring the living crap out of me, dude. There's no way that it, that it couldn't. The, the the gore moments are they look a little cheesy by today's standards, but they're fucking hardcore. Like. Yeah, they don't pull punches. They I, do not, I, man. When, I agree with that. When, when, I love that first when he's killing Jack. Oh my god, man, that when Jack gets mauled, is crap, dude. And he's just like tearing him up. Oh, yeah. Gr- Griffin Dunn's like really. He's selling it, too, He nails man. it, dude. Yeah. When he's just like, oh, Jesus, fuck, fee, fuck. <laughs> when, when it's grabbing his face and just shaking. Oh, man. Yeah. It is pretty cool. Although Rick Baker looked like he was having fun with that, because I don't think Griffin Dunn and Rick, Rick Baker got along 100% So he's like, time. fuck you, bro. <laughs> yeah. I th- well, I think Griffin Dunn, when he when they first did that take, like apparently he ripped like the prosthetic the actual like uh, the face off of the werewolf. Oh wow! And uh, they kind of pissed Rick, Rick Baker off. He's like, "Oh, you're gonna you're gonna play it like that, huh?" Well, well we just broke with it. <laughs> well, apparently uh, he was. Um, so they bring in a bear and just maul it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I do this for real. Pull it off now. <laughs> I, just I, I, let I it loose. A, you know, he went a little a little rougher with him, but you know, the actor was like, well, "What was I supposed to do? I, you know, I was acting like I was yeah my life." I, I see both points. I was just doing my job, sir. Yeah. Did y'all hear how? How he got the idea for this movie? Uh, yeah. Yeah. With the gypsies? Explain. You said you heard it. Go ahead. It, he saw, like, <laughs> he was in Yugoslavia <laughs> with a buddy of his. Uh, they were actually filming Kelly's Heroes um, with Clint Eastwood and Telly Savalas and those guys. And they saw this ritual, and his producer was being just kind of a racist asshole and just started, like, laughing at him. Well, they were burying and, a guy feet first. 
Oh, that's yeah. right. Yeah, because they didn't want him to get up. up. Yeah. And uh, John, you know, John Landis is like, well, "What's going on?" Because his buddy's being a racist dick, and these people are doing a ritual. And he's like, "I don't understand what's going on. What's what's so funny?" <laughs> and they told him, and he said the entire time, it's like all he was thinking about was like, "Okay." Well, what if he did get up right now? What would that be like? And what if we made it a comedy so people could laugh at it and it be horrible? Like so horrible. he wanted to work that into a, <laughs> a monster movie, yeah. and he picked Werewolf. Lycanthrope. And then nobody wanted to make it. Took him, like, what, ten years? Yeah. Well, he, you know, he did Animal House and, uh, what was the other one, Blues Brothers. Oh, yeah. my gosh. Yeah. You you can tell he uh, done Blues Brothers right before this. <laughs> Especially when they get to the Piccadilly Circus. Yeah. Yeah. There, there's some definite Blues Brothers moments there. I did think it was bad, though, uh, on the, the original uh, oh, oh, EPK. spoilers. <clears throat> Sorry, spoilers. Oh, yeah. I'm to warn them. <laughs> what? A little late. We're into spoilers. Well, th- this them. is 1981. I mean, well, this you, isn't a... What if they hadn't seen it? This isn't a movie that, you know, is new. Well, why, why are you listening to this podcast if you haven't seen this movie? <laughs> but, <laughs> they could be thinking about watching it. Uh, hmm. Somebody out there is thanking me right now. Well, they would definitely know that we would spoil the shit out of it. Well, I don't think what John Landis said on the EPK is really much of a spoiler because I mean it's it's what they use for promotional material. But anyway, he was he was saying that um, during that Piccadilly uh, circus scene that um, they were being super safe because you know a movie's not worth anybody's life. (laughs) I was like, oh, (laughs) he has to say that now. (laughs) That hasn't aged well. No. Oh, it was, it was it was from that time. No, yeah, it was from 1981. Oh, great. Yeah, no, he, he's standing in the middle of Piccadilly, Piccadilly Circus while he's saying that. And now we know the movies are worth people's lives. Yeah, but you know there weren't any helicopters in the area, so he was okay. It was bad though. Yeah, it's funny they should they should cut that. They should you know they should. Why was that included? Like, it's on funny. There. He's like he's like you know that um, that little interview that I did back in 1981. <laughs> Can we like just remove that from the DVD? No, we think it's hilarious. <laughs> 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 like everything in this movie, it's fucking hilarious. That Piccadilly Circus scene, though, that is pretty impressive. They shot that in two consecutive nights for two hours each night. Wow. Really? But, yep. That whole thing. It, that is damn impressive, man, when you know that. And you look at it like they have that whole car chase and all yeah. the car pile up. and With a massive like wolf running around, knocking shit over. Like tons and tons of car wrecks. People, uh, you know, flying through windows, which apparently one of them was the director. Oh, yeah, he's got the yeah. bandana around his head. Yeah, Mr. Yeah. Landis does. Mr. Landis comes through the window. Uh, I heard that Frank Oz was in the movie, but I didn't play. I didn't find him. Yeah, I didn't either. Yeah, he's in there, though. Was that the uh, mustache detective? Could have been. He could also be the uh, the three-foot-tall like uh, frog-looking thing with big ears. He was Mr. Collins. That doesn't help. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> oh, he's also got a credit for Miss Piggy. How does that count? Oh, they it's, were because, watching... <clears throat> it's because um, it's because the uh, they show a, a deleted porn scene. No, there's a, they show a close up of a TV, and I remember it being a it, Trinitron TV. It's in that Nazi uh, and, dream sequence. And yeah, yeah, that's right. And the kids are watching uh, Kermit the Frog, and the Miss Piggy's on there. Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know who Frank Oz was. Uh-uh. I'm looking at his picture right now, and I'm like, I don't know who he possibly <laughs> could have played. Yeah, who was the who was the uh, the actor who um, came back as the undead friend? What was his name? Griffin Dunn. Griffin Dunn. Apparently, he was not happy with uh, be, with the undead makeup because he was like, "Man, this is like my first time to get like a really big break, and then I'm gonna be covered up and decomposing and rotting the entire movie." And he he almost like quit. That's him. 
Yeah, so Frank Oz was the uh, oh, he, ambassador. He, he, yeah, he, he's he, he's real strange. Mr. Kessler! Yeah. Mr. Kessler! Yeah, yeah. I appreciate the, the situation, yeah, but calm down! He's totally over the top, yeah. Total government bureaucrat. Yeah, totally. So what were you saying, bro? Sorry. I was saying that Mr. Dunn was not happy with uh, basically having his entire body covered up in his first big movie that he was going to get a chance to, you know, break out, and he's not really, like, himself. Yeah. But he's still probably one of the best parts of the entire film. Lead actor got fired from Dr. Pepper for this. Oh, yeah, that's right. I, I read that, too. That's because of the sex scene. The, like, 12 sex scenes. <laughs> they, like, they, they, they tore that whole apartment up, guys. Yeah, they did. They yeah, started they did. in the shower. Ooh. <laughs> they got they got they got clean and then they got dirty and probably got clean again <laughs> and then they got dirty again <laughs> it's a goddamn vicious cycle yeah and then like she was a pretty nurse oh man she was gorgeous oh, she's great too and, and i don't get their relationship at all it seems very forced oh dude she just comes and out like, and says like she's like i think you look hot she's like i saw your dick and i needed to make <laughs> sure whether you were jewish or not and uh, I was really turned on, and I just can't stop thinking about your dick. And I would I always like to, assumed like it was it. that nurse syndrome where they, when they take care of somebody for a long time, <laughs> does that they happen? Fall... I've heard it does. The nightingale. Uh, yeah, that's syndrome. it. <laughs> oh, I wish I need a sugar mama. Because nurses make good money, right? I mean, yeah. yeah, some of them do. Nice. You know what? You just, especially if you get like a nurse practitioner. Ooh. Yeah, there you well, go. Well, if there are any nurse practitioners out there. All the ones I know do. Drop us a line at the, it's the movie crew pod at gmail.com. Extra E. Jenny Agudor. Jenny Agudor. She, she, <laughs> she's a gooder. <laughs> I don't know if that's how you actually pronounce her name, but she did do a great job. Oh, she did a great Even job. Even Google doesn't know how to pronounce it. It's yeah. like Jenny. I like. I like also how she's like. It does look like a gutter. She's like talking down her apartment. She's like, well, you know, I live in this light, and then you should go, and it's fucking awesome, and it's huge. It's like right on the street. It's got a nice uh, Casablanca poster in it. Oh, it does. Yeah, she and a bunch of Mickey Mouse, like a Mickey Mouse figurine, and, and, and a, a mini. Pluto? There's a mini on the top of the refrigerator. Oh, okay, that's a mini. I thought it was another Mickey. No, All right, okay. All right, um, that makes sense. And also, for some reason, she leaves her like windows open. Uh, I don't know, man. Well, dude, they had to explain how the fucking werewolf got out. Because that's one thing I've always wondered. Like, and he like lifted the lifted the window. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, like the, the werewolf transforms <laughs> in the apartment, but when they go back to the apartment, it's like. Apartment's fine. It's like, wait, how the fuck did the werewolf get out? Why are these clothes shredded? <laughs> it's like, shouldn't there be like a broken window or something? Like, fuck, yeah. man. Yeah, I always wondered that as a kid. Best werewolf transformation, though. Well, no, it's not. I don't know. Mm. What's better? American Werewolf in Paris? No. Uh, I think the Howling's better. You think? Yeah. I like both transformations. They're different, though. This one's more has more of a, a body horror angle to it. Where, like, he's in pain and the Howling... He, that, that's the villain of the movie. It's scarier in that one because he's like wanting to transform to right. murder somebody. And in this one, I don't know. It's it's kind of spectacular, but it looks really painful. Oh my god, dude! He's like, <laughs> I like I like when he's like, I'm burning up, and he like rips his shirt off. <laughs> yeah, they're both just so good. Yeah, they are really good. And also, if it takes okay, how long does it take to turn into a, a, a werewolf? Seven point eight seconds. <laughs> in the Holy movie, it, 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 it takes I didn't talk about how long it takes seconds. to come. I'm talking about how long does it take to turn into a werewolf? Be- or, or the, it's 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 basically the length of that song, right? That was playing. It was like it was like it's like a 90 second scene, or maybe, maybe about, about half of that song. 
Okay. But I think there's some time play going on there. There has to be because it takes 6.8 seconds to turn into a werewolf. <laughs> and the lights go out. And we, you get to um, the last shot as well. It's really interesting how they can. it takes so long to turn into a werewolf, but when you die, you just... And you're, you're 6. naked. 6.8 seconds. You're naked and laying on <laughs> Where are you getting this number? Don't worry about it. Well, man, when you, get, <laughs> when you die, like the werewolf spirit just kind of... It, gets, it snaps right out of you, bro. 6.8 seconds. I gotta look that up. <sighs> Good luck. Jeremy's scaring me right now. All right, there you go. Knowledge from If you know what the 6.8 second rule is, drop us an email. I don't know, I don't know what a 6.8 second rule is. Moving on. <laughs> He's obviously not gonna tell us. I don't want to criticize the werewolf transformation at all. Come on, Brian. Criticize I, it. It's 1981. You, it's time. No, no, dude, look. It's I, time. It, 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 it's, it's, it's awesome. I hate that last shot, though. Why are the fucking lights out? And why? Wh- What's what the it? last shot? <sighs> okay, so like the next to last shot, it's like his face when his face pu- pushes out, and that's amazing. I don't think the last shot's like his eyes, right? No, no, the last shot's like his legs, and like you see, like the hair growing, right? No, no, he's like, no, it's the last shot. So he's up, he's like he's up on his. He's arches. like a fully formed werewolf almost, bro. Like he's not growing anymore. Oh, it's he's just, he's laying there, and they, they cover his face with an ottoman or something. They're they're panning over. Yeah, they yeah, pan yeah, over yeah, his yeah, body, yeah. right? And, and the shot is noticeably the lights are out all of a sudden. It's because he was thrashing around. He knocked the fucking lamps over, Brian. No, the lights were overhead. Anyway, so <laughs> he's very tall. <laughs> it, it's it's obviously an, an an issue and a problem. I just never understood like. Why do they not just like block that with like some kind of sofa or like just light it better or I it just I hate that shot man it just sucks that that's the last shot of the werewolf transformation maybe they you shot know, I that have shot never first. noticed that what's what's it's, what's what's your gripe with it it's just it's a weird shot it's a shot of the werewolf's ass and <laughs> it's like his weird feet and it's it's not and, doing and they, anything and they cover his face which is kind of weird but um we always thought the point was to see how his feet had turned into the. How, how massive and like weird and grotesque he I is. I guess, but that's not how his feet look later in the in, when he's a fully formed werewolf. You know, it's just I don't know. It's weird. I just don't like it. That's all. And and like, we've all been in apartments, right? Or some of us have even lived in an apartment. Yeah, I think I think we've all lived in an apartment, right? Right. Yeah. yeah. So sure. let's say you get into an argument, or you're playing a really badass video game, and you're screaming <laughs> and shit. Or you turn into a werewolf. Or you turn into a werewolf. <laughs> Obviously. And you're making very loud noises. None of the neighbors hear it. I mean, it kind of makes sense when he's in the movie theater and he starts to change because it sounds like he's back there masturbating. He's like, and that guy that's coming up to him, he's just like staring at him. <laughs> was he coming up to do a sexual proposition? Was he like, man, I'm about to get on that dick? <laughs> I thought it was the usher. I no. know he, he was. He was sitting in the front. The the, the guy that works there oh, is oh. talking to the lady that takes the tickets. And oh, that's he right. goes back there and gets murdered too. But there's yeah. a guy that's just standing there that's wearing no- he, normal he, clothes. When they show the people in the crowd, he was sitting in the front. Yeah. yeah. Was he going back there to tell him to shut up? He's like, I'm, dude, I'm trying to pay attention. I think he's like, hey, you, you sound like you have a good time back here. Let me join this party. It's kind of go run because even when he's convulsing, and he, yeah, and he's doing that. The guy's still <laughs> just standing there, like, all right, like, you turning me on, bro? And he doesn't even have a reaction to the fingernails like <laughs> pop out. Oh, of his that hand. was gnarly! How it like split the the fingernail down the middle, and then the nail protrudes. That was cool. Oh yeah, that is cool. Yeah, they, they definitely like you know. It's kind of like how when uh, Wolverine's like claws come out. <laughs> You know, it hurts, but this is like full body, you know, <laughs> just pain. Yeah, it's pretty funny. <laughs> There's some moments that are funny. There are sure. a lot of moments in this movie that are funny. Yeah. Like when his rubber tooth wiggles. 
Oh, wait, where does that happen? Yeah. When you're pushing his face out, you can see that it's rubber. Oh. There's a lot of rubber going on in this movie. Oh, yeah. I don't mind. Like, everything else in, like, the werewolf transformation, I'm, 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 I'm never, okay with never mi- stuff. I never minded the shot you mentioned. Um, I don't, yeah. I don't, the, it just bothers me as an editor. Like, it, it's such a great scene. Like, end it well. Anyway. When, when his friend shows up for the first time and he's dead and he's got that little piece of, like, skin that's Is wiggling that not in his hilarious? neck. I love, God damn it, Jeremy. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do think that's funny. I think it's amazing. I it's love great it. makeup. Oh, dude, it's it's so good. But yes. I've, I've got a problem with that it, because, okay, so David's got this fucking like obvious hang, hang claw mark on his chest that's healing very fast. Yeah, and and well, it's been three weeks, and, and he's got the thing on his face. Well, they even mentioned that he's healing fast. His yeah. buddy has the same like pattern, but it's like ripped through his throat and down his face, and he's dead. Right? Yeah. But this guy's like. What do you mean, animal? It was just some like you know crazy person or whatever. Oh, oh, what are you? Oh, what? <laughs> Come on, man. What are you talking about? The doctor? The doctor? Like well, the, the whole? The, the doctor never saw the friend. He says that. Um, oh, does he say that? Yeah. Because that I means like you look at the friend, and, you're like, this motherfucker was mauled by an animal. And even Dave, they even make, make a point to say that David was bandaged before he even showed up yeah, to the they, hospital. They make the point to show that the town covered up what happened. Yeah. Okay. That town with what? that one woman. That serves all the men beer. Yeah. Isn't that weird? Why were there no women in the slaughtered lamb? Because, well, I'll tell you. I'll tell you why. Weren't they all at home? That's true. Getting breakfast Um, ready for when the men survive the night. So why is that one woman out there? And Tin Man can... uh, serve beer? What? Tin Man can write in and tell us if, if, if I'm wrong or not. But women didn't really go to the pub at a certain point there were like actual women's pubs or parts of bars that women would be allowed to go drink at in 1980 I'm just telling you I'm just telling you like my buddy of mine when I went, went over to England and uh, we went around and uh, his dad was telling us that even during his time women weren't socializing at my the, granddad mentioned that at, at like if you go to the like to, to the pub you're going out with your mates and the women weren't there I remember where he was in the army somewhere and he's he was talking about that but there were women's pubs or parts of they would go in the back and there's like a little area where they would be. Well, wait, okay, so how how do not people proper. in England fucking meet women then? If you're not at a bar, you meet them at church, Brian. There are other places <laughs> to meet women than just in the bar. You meet them at church and you meet them in the market. Uh, yeah, Benson, where where do most of your guy friends and where did you mo- meet most of your women? Or, yeah, you, right? or you fuck a that bar, hot, right? or you fuck that hot like barmaid who was like you know, there's no food here. <laughs> You're scared me, Jerry. <laughs> You're scared me, Jerry. That's a good woman. I bet she knows how to cook. I bet she knows how to make a good cup of tea, no, too. No, dude, she didn't know how to cook shit, No, man. no, She's like, no. There's no food here. There's no food here. For, there, there's nothing here for you. I guarantee you that if if uh, Simon sitting over there at the bar was like, come on, love, can I get a bacon butty? She'd go back there and make a bacon sandwich and get it done. Oh, man. And it sounds good, too. <laughs> you know what they do over there with their sandwiches? They put butter on it. So they like get your bread and they put butter and then they build the sandwich and there's just something about that man. It just makes your sandwich so much better. That's what we. That's what they do here for sandwiches. Man, I don't know, but like globs of like butter. I, although, I, yeah, okay, not like Subway sandwiches. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm saying you go to yeah. Subway, but they would like butter your bread first yeah, okay, and then right. put all your stuff on there. Oh, girl. You need to upgrade to Quiznos Subway. I never, <laughs> never, never been to a Quiznos. It's a, so mm, the way toasty. my wife makes grilled cheese. <laughs> that's exactly what it is. <laughs> is she puts um. Two pieces of bread in the toaster. Yeah. Then puts a piece of br- cheese in between it, yeah. puts it in the microwave for 10 seconds, and melts it. Supposed to do it in a pan. I know. <laughs> my kids, until my daughter was seven, 
had never had like grilled cheese with butter and, and a so pan. So it was never crispy. And one night I, I was watching them. I was like, well, I'll make y'all grilled cheese. And I started getting a skillet out. And they're like, what are you doing? I'm like. I'm about to blow your mind. <laughs> so ever since then, they're like, we want dad's grilled cheese. You're damn right. Because that's a real grilled cheese. Where it's yeah. like crispy and oily. And it's just like hot. And you're like, oh. I don't know if I want it oily now. I mean, you know, just a little that, bit of butter, man. Let's not get carried away now. Brian. Let's not get carried You away. don't get this pretty without eating it with a lot of butter. I'm just saying, man. You know. It's about the flavor. It is, man. Because that, bro- that butter browns and like kind of caramelizes and stuff in there. Oh, God. I miss bread, by the way. <laughs> I'm doing the keto thing. So, uh, so yo, you can't even do a fucking grilled cheese at all, Oh, right? but I'm hungry right now thinking about it. I can sure can't talk about it. You can you can can you eat cheese on the diet? <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> can we eat cheese? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. Look, man, we can have we can have any any type of fat. Cheese is fat. Mm. All right, cheese. There you go. Cheese. I sent you that video where you can make a sandwich with cheese as the wrap. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, have you tried that yet? Yeah, it's really good. Really? I didn't make the the turf and. Yeah, you, you didn't do it. You just used the the yeah the wrap. Yeah, yeah, man. Because he used steak, shrimp. That's just somebody trying to show off. I just did it with yeah. steak. Um, I, I I'm getting an oven uh, next week, and I'm really excited. So I'm going to be uh, baking all kinds of things, guys. So uh, just look out, world. Jared's about to start baking. There's the end of the keto diet. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't mean pies and shit. Actually, you you can do uh, you can do low carb cheesecakes and shit. Uh, so yeah. Well, I mean, cheesecake's just fat, so. Yeah, like well, the only thing you'd have to cut out is sugar, right? Well, they have um, uh, sugar alcohols that you can put in that don't that don't affect your. There you uh, go. Your you blood just have sugar. to figure out a way to do the crust. Oh, I've already got that figured out. Oh, look at you! Yeah, man. So you take almond flour, add oh, butter. Oh, there you go. Take almond flour, add butter to it, and then um, basically make it into kind of like a like a like a <clears throat> kind of where it gets kind of mealy, and then add this sugar alcohol into it, and then you like line your pan with it like you would a graham cracker crust, and then you par bake it until it just gets a little bit golden. Pull it out, pour your fucking shit in there, throw it back in until it fucking browns, and God, you're just eating it. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's gonna happen when I get an oven, guys. <laughs> Man, it's just, okay. All right, you said to you invite I, me over. I, I will. You're totally invited. I, I've been without an oven for uh, a year. It was a year today. Ooh. So look, we we can go from like recipes. You get your recipes, you know, and then we're gonna go on break, and they can like make something. Ooh, that's right, guys. <laughs> while we go and watch the trailer, go make a a grilled cheese sandwich, Jeremy <laughs> Benson style. Do it in a pan with butter, and then come back and enjoy it for the second half. You'll love it, I promise. There you go. All right, this is the trailer for American Werewolf in London. Enjoy. This is the story of two young American students traveling through England on the night of the full moon. Did you hear that? I heard that. What was it? Could be a lot of things. Fate let one live. A lunatic must have been a very fierce fellow. Wasn't a lunatic. What? A wolf. Oh, be serious, would you? And now everything is changing. 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 John Landis, the brilliant young director of Animal House and the Blues Brothers, has turned a classic tale of terror into something new. Something different.
Excuse me. A naked American man stole my balloon. I'm a werewolf. <laughs> werewolf in London. Something different. All right, we're back. That was a trailer for An American Werewolf in London. It was a solid trailer. Um, it, that trailer reminded yeah. me of uh, something that, uh, that David does in this movie. He's, he's very honest. Like, every time he talks to... What's the, what's the girl's name? Uh, Nurse Price. Uh, uh, Mrs. Price, Miss Price. I forget what her first name is cute british lady yeah whatever the nurse's name is um he's like alex he's like alex i'm a werewolf i was just talking to my friend you know like in most movies you see situations where people are just like oh god they had this like internal thing like oh fuck i'm going crazy what's wrong nothing nothing's wrong with me man he's just an honest dude he's just like i i guess i'm a werewolf well you know that's that's what's great because he is being (laughs) honest but it, it also plays in like he's been telling the doctor that he's been having these bad dreams right so I mean, it does make sense. It's like, oh, he even says it to himself, like, oh, I just, I just woke up and I had a nightmare, didn't I? And she's like, yeah. What do you think? And he's like, yeah, that's what I think. <laughs> yeah, that's what happened, you idiot. Yeah, it's okay. Go back to sleep. Shh, it's okay. It's okay. Go back to the demons. <laughs> the werewolf blood boiling in your veins. Meanwhile, four more people die. <laughs> if she'd only believed. That is a great fake out when she goes to the curtains. Oh, when when he when, uh, when like they, a jump scare when they uh, when he like wakes up in his dream. I like that. So, guys, this is the first film to ever win an Oscar for best makeup, and they they created the the category Baker. for it. Right? That's right. They were like, "Whoa, this is so badass! We gotta we gotta come up with a new statue." That's cool. It is cool. I wonder if he has that in his bathroom. Well, he, this is just one of seven. He's I know, one of seven of these. That's Oscars. the one that's in the bathroom. That's what I'm saying. Oh, you think it's wait? So when he's taking a shit, he's like, it's like sitting on the table right from him, and he's got a roll of toilet paper on it. You think the first <laughs> one's in the bathroom? I'm just saying. That's like, just no, funny. That he actually like, uses it as a toilet paper roll. Like, wouldn't you put that one like in in, in your like office? No, <laughs> that like, one goes in the, the bathroom. First one, right? I spend more time in the bathroom than I do in my office. I, w- I was thinking more like you know that's the one that, like I think everybody would want to see. Well, you can go to my house, you go to my bathroom, you see my Oscar. (laughs) (laughs) I I, I really can't answer. If it was mine, I'd probably end up putting it in a closet somewhere. (laughs) Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. He just puts it as his hood ornament on his vehicle. (laughs) If you won an Oscar, I don't think you'd forget about it, dude. He's like, man, fuck it, I did it right. It's done. (laughs) Yeah, that's something. Because this is probably like... What Rick Baker is most known for. Right. Like, you say his name, it's like, oh, yeah, he did that awesome werewolf transformation. Right. Um, and his protege did the second best one, maybe Rob Bottin. carries it everywhere that he goes, you know? Like, he's just got it with him. <laughs> he goes to he goes to, <laughs> he goes to a meeting, and he sits down, he's like, Gum. yep, inseparable me and Oscar. <laughs> yeah, I'd probably just end up throwing it in my car, <laughs> just rolling around there. in the back. Yeah, you know, John John Landis directed Oscar. Oh, there you go, there you go, bringing it all the way around. Latter half of Mr. Landis's career. I only saw that once, and I didn't like it. Yeah, you could say that may. Yeah, you could argue that that movie may have ended his career. 
I mean, he was going pretty strong there for a while with those comedies. Like, he did Coming to America. That was huge. Amazing. Yeah. Good movie. I love the costume design of that movie, too. Dude, they're doing a sequel. They are doing a sequel. That's what I hear. Hopefully, it doesn't suck. Let's have a good, let's have a good, let's get a good Eddie Murphy. Well, when's the last time we've seen like a good, funny Eddie Murphy movie? Let's say not funny, but I saw Mr. Church and I really liked it. Okay. Not funny. Yeah. I've, I've, I've seen, good. I've seen yeah, some serious roles. Like he's yeah. good in Dreamgirls. Yeah. I've seen him in serious stuff, but I haven't seen him in a comedy Bow that finger. I really liked him. Damn, dude. That's 98. But it's good. It is good. But that's 98. <laughs> Steve Martin still kind of looked like Steve Martin. That's more than 20 years ago. Beverly Hills Cop. Ooh, that's really good. Well, he's been in better stuff since I, uh, Coming to America. They, they, need, to do a, they need to do Cop. a fourth one of Beverly Hills Cop. Bring everybody back. John Landis did the third Beverly Hills Cop, too. Oh, I like that one. They go to Wonder I World. I can't remember. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. That's the one with the amusement park. With Ellis. <laughs> I think the Wonder only one that stands World. out for a director is the one that Tony Scott did, the second one. Yeah. Because it looks like Tony Scott. It does. Yeah. Shot on reversal film. <laughs> Super, super colorful. You got six stops of latitude. <laughs> the whole movie's going to be on a long lens. Yeah. Let's, we're going to shoot on reversal. It's going to be really difficult to do. And let's just do it. It's going to look great, though. Oh, my goodness. You start burning through uh, focus pullers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. Big time. Uh, all right. Oh, before we uh, continue going into this movie, have you guys seen the sequel, American Werewolf in Paris? Yes. Is that officially a sequel to this? Yeah, it is. It's it's same world. I heard there was a deleted scene that officially connects it. I mean, I guess really, if you watch the film, it's a sequel in name only. <laughs> That's the way I kind of figured. Well, the same things kind of ha- like like uh, well, they have to eat the heart to to kill the werewolf. Right? Yeah, they yeah they yeah. kind of change it a little bit. Yeah, but do, do his dead like followers go follow him around? Yeah, yeah he okay. kills one of his friends, and his friend. Follows him around. It's the guy from that thing you do, right? The drummer. Yes. Shades. What What is that actor's name? uh, Tom Everett, right? I don't know. Tom Everett Scott, something like that. I think he also did a movie called Dead Man on Campus. Oh yes, you're right. (laughs) Which has a cool premise. It's like if some if somebody dies, if your roommate dies in the dorm, then you get straight A's for the year. So this guy was like a big '90s guy, (laughs) like late '90s. He was like in these little yeah Yeah, okay these comedies, all right. And so he's trying to find. So he tries to find suicidal roommates. Anyways, it's it's a fun one if you haven't seen it. So what do you think of the sequel? I wish I would have watched it. Uh, you know, to, to talk about it properly. But I remember liking it. But you got to keep in mind that when I saw it, I was an idiot. I'm not saying that I'm not an idiot now. I'm just <laughs> way more of an idiot then. And um, I don't like movies like I used to. So I'm gonna say it's probably okay. I remember thinking the story's not bad. I just had a hard time. I was disappointed that the werewolves were CGI. Oh, yeah. They totally were, weren't they? Yeah. yeah. that That's the thing I just constantly... And that just kind of turned me off. How did they do it in this one? Like, when you see... Like, when, when you're going up the escalator and you see it, like, walking out, like, you know, uh, it's a, and it's, like, coming out into there, and that's the first time we really see it, like, like full, like, oh, shit. It, it's, there it's, it is. This is... It's, it's crazy, but it's a guy, <laughs> right? Who is is doing pretty much one of those lawnmowers where he's he's walking on his hands, right? And in his feet, uh, the the effects guys have his feet tied up to a, a wheelbarrow. Oh no shit! And they're pushing. That's how the the front legs of the werewolf look so badass. And while they look like they're moving really fast, and the back legs look very puppeteered. Because yeah, they because work. they are. Yeah. Hmm. So that's how they do the full moving werewolf. But they 
I mean, they don't really show it that much. I mean, it's mostly just the head, and there's a lot of like, hey, let's end the scene with the werewolf attack. Let's end it with a close-up of the werewolves and going raw. With his big eyes, yeah. And you see his mouth, his tongue hanging out and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, well, you got to think about the time, because when I was watching it, I was sitting there thinking, this is a really big animal. Which means it's, like, got to be super fucking strong. It should be able to, like, jump over these buses and, like, cars and, like, you know, just bounce off things. But that's just my brain working. Kind of how when we saw Alien Covenant or Prometheus, when you could see it, it was, like, the aliens, like, bouncing. It was, like, you know, it was, like, really fast moving. But we're not used to seeing them move like that, really. Like, when we were doing the originals, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because they were puppets, and they couldn't really do it that way. Um... So I was kind of well, expecting they try to when he breaks through the uh, like the porn theater. You know when they bring the gate down. Oh, that was pretty cool. They're they, all they're, they're all trying to hold like, it. Yeah, he he blows through that. They try to give it that feel. Yeah, and he just rips that one fucking detective's like head off. Oh, and he and, just like he just goes straight for his neck and just and then like <laughs> next thing you see his head rolling. I like that. That was cool. That is a great makeup moment. Yeah. See, that was hilarious, right? Oh yeah. <laughs> The uh, sequel wasn't as, wasn't as hilarious. <laughs> the thing horror. I remember most about it is the transformation to. scene and being disappointed that it was all CGI. I don't even really remember the transformation scene in that, that second one, dude. And I, it's been like three, two or three weeks. He's hooking up it. with the girl in the graveyard and he changes while they're hooked up. Yeah. Yeah, he does, but he like jumps into... You he don't jumps see into it, a but fountain and then he pops up. Right? He pops out as yeah. a werewolf, and it's like I just remember the idea of <laughs> her feeling him changing is a interesting concept. She's like, and his dick just got bigger. <laughs> exactly, you can see it in her face. <laughs> they did that in the Howling Werewolf Six. Oh, really? Yeah, nice. two people like actually start transforming. Oh, they, they, they're both while they're having sex. Nice. Yeah. Did they end up in doggy position? Yeah. <laughs> I bet they did. <laughs> cartoon. It's all silhouetted in a fire, too. Oh, that's awesome. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you're right. Joe Dante did that. Director of uh, Gremlins. I said that's a good movie. I love The Howling, man. Another Gremlins coming. <sighs> a third one or a reboot? Or do we know? We don't know yet, but they're, they're doing it again. All right, and they, they say it'll be darker. I can't get that uh, Keenan Peel sketch out of my fucking head where they're oh, oh, trying about, to pitch where they're, the good they're like, ones too. <laughs> <laughs> that shit is hilarious. Have you not, have you seen that? It's like the pitch meeting for Grim uh, for Gremlins two, and they they go through all the crazy shit. Like uh, they, they they just go around. <laughs> it looks like I think it's the guy from Mannequin. It looks like the guy for the the black guy from Mannequin with the glasses. You know what I'm talking about? Uh, no, doing what part? The guy who comes in and pitches, he looks like that guy. He's got those glasses on, kind of looks like that. And he comes in and he's, he's, like, he's like, okay, we're just going to go around the room. You just tell me the first thing that comes to your head. And he's like, oh, I think that's um, supposed to be Joe Dante. <laughs> oh, is it? Yeah, I think so. I he's, think... Like, he's, he's like, I don't know, like an electric, uh, electric. He's like, great, we're putting it in there. I love the way you think. You, what do you think? And, it's like, and they just go around. They pull A like, fruit gremlin? Yeah, he's like, oh, you are pushing the envelope. That one's in. You made it. Woo, what's next? And they go around the room. And then at the end, they say, all that shit is in that movie. And, <laughs> and it is actually stuff that is in that yeah, movie. Yeah. It's totally it's ridiculous. Great. It's awesome. I, I've never seen Gremlins 2. <gasps> what? Oh, Benson. Benson. My turn to take the heat. Yeah. Man, dude, no. You, there's watch a, it with your kids. Dude, yeah, that's, that's totally. That's They've totally. seen it. Oh, okay. Oh. And they hated Cause the, it. Because there's a girl one that sings. Oh, 
you know, it was oh, kind of yeah. like, yeah. And they, they, yeah, there's like a little like dance number thing where they all like flip over cards and show her face, like shooting down the crowd. <clears throat> they just said it doesn't have the same feel as the oh, first Oh, it does one. not. <laughs> oh, it does. It's just on crack. It's like if you gave the first movie like a good hit of meth. Yeah. And just went real goofy with it. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, the first one's pretty goofy. Not as goofy as this, man. Like I said, method. Yeah. Okay, know. okay, I got it, you. It's on drugs. One of them, one of them fly. All right, one, one of them like gets wings and flies out of the building. Not just wings, bat, bat wings, bat wings. Yeah, and it flies out and then uh, it's bat gremlin. Yeah, and it lands on it turns top into of a gargoyle. The, yeah, yeah, like gets gets covered in concrete and then lands on top of the building and then turns into a gargoyle. He dries instantly, pretty much. And he's just there. He's just there. There's just there's just a gremlin gargoyle on top of the, a building. Hmm. So that's how they get there. <laughs> it looks good as a gargoyle too. As he's flying out, though, like he busts through the wall and he oh, makes he, the Batman. He makes logo. the Batman logo. Yeah, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, there's a lot of good, nice little things like that. <laughs> uh, what did you guys think of the um, one eight five aspect ratio here? I am so used to it for this movie. I didn't even think about it. I think it fits for this, man. I think it but, fits, but it feels like a TV okay. movie. <laughs> that, you think, it, you think it, it feels like a TV movie? Um, only in the the way that I love the stuff on the moor, man. I, I like that. Yeah, um, there's just some things that they they did that are a little low budgy feeling. Like when he's, I think when he's in the, um, I don't remember what scene it is. I think, it, I think when he's in the um, the hospital and they wake him up and they like pull the curtains, you can see him turn the lights on. Oh, do not. Yeah, yeah. They 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 totally strike in on set. Um, you know, things like that took me out of it, but I do, I'd like the coverage in the more and like the way that they're, they're telling the story, you know? I love, yeah. I love that stuff. All that man. stuff. Yeah. It, it's, That's very cinematic. It is. I love the way they make that more feel like very claustrophobic, even though it's such a big open wide space. It's my favorite scene in the movie when they first start hearing it and they start at first, they're oh, kind of joking around <laughs> about, you know, we're on the moor and yeah, yeah. And then when they hear the, the, the more afraid they get. It's that perfect mix of fear and yeah. you can't help but laugh at it with your buddy. Yeah. What's the plan? Plan? <laughs> we just run back the other way. I love that exchange. Right? He's like, what do you mean a fucking plan? Wait, 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 there's a noise over here. You're talking about a fucking plan? I'm like, Jack, where are we going? I'll tell you when we get there. <laughs> <laughs> just follow me, bro. Let's go. Oh, man. It's man. Sad. Just their dialogue, even about the girl and all of that is just so good. Yeah, it, it it sets up the uh, you know the exposition really well without you know feeling very expositional. The fucking uh, the townspeople are assholes. I don't know why they're assholes. You know, it, it, they they have regret later and they try to go out and save them, and then one of them even you know gets super sad about it and ends up like spilling the beans to the doctor when he comes later. But um, yeah. why didn't they just like say we can't really tell you, but you shouldn't really go out there. Why did they kill these guys? <laughs> well, I, I, I think it, if they knew, and also why would they? Why would they? If they know how how uh, these things are made, then why did they just bandage him up and then take him to the doctor if they knew he was going to turn into a werewolf? The townspeople. Well, you know, I, I don't know. It it's never answered in the movie, but it does kind of allude to the fact that it's not just this town that knows, right? Because. The, whoever the sheriff was around there signed off on all this. They got rid of the report. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's kind of like a conspiracy theory thing going on here. But it's never, it's never really answered, you know? From the video I, I watched important. on the way over here, it was talking about the... 
he was trying to figure, you know, he he looked up the most reports of werewolf in the ancient days and stuff. And that was in France, so he wanted to shoot in, in Europe. And he had the idea that most of the small areas would cover it up and try to keep it secret. Right. It and is weird that they, they throw have him to, out, though. They have to bandage him and take him to the doctor or we wouldn't have a movie. Right. It would just be a scene and then, like, well, oh, no. yeah, he died. No, they, they just take him to the local doctor in that town and they, 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 or, you know, they bandage him up and then he hooks up with the local, you know, girl there. Well, even then you ask, why don't they just kill him? I mean, they know he's a werewolf. That's a good point. <laughs> I guess they just feel sorry for him. Um, or maybe they don't. Maybe they don't know if it bit him. They just think like it scratched him. So right. Maybe he's not going to change, and then when he starts changing, that's why they feel guilty. Right. Or maybe they're like, you know, if we shoot him in the face, like, how are we going to explain that one? Like, <laughs> like we can explain a madman. He's ripping people apart. I don't know. Maybe they were worried about that. <laughs> the madman shot him. Yeah, he he took my gun first. I don't like the head he, guns. These like are some that. dumb country guys. Yeah, yeah. I don't know why they're dicks to him though, and, and kick both the guys out. That is always you know. They it, just don't. It, it's they a, just it's don't a question want. Mark. They just don't want outsiders around. But I, I get. I get like sense. pushing away the doctor because it's not the full moon time there. The candles aren't even burning on the wall. You know. Yeah, get the fuck out of here. You, you're not wanted here. But, I guess I just created my own answers. I assumed that they didn't want them. <clears throat> they didn't want the Americans judging them for being all trapped in this place and not going anywhere and didn't want to have to tell them why they were there because they would, you know, people would think they're crazy. Fuck it. Let them die. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's just, and they are Americans. I mean, yeah, that's true. <laughs> Stupid yanks. It is, it, it is kind of weak when... They also later go out and save them, and then... Well, they, 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 they started feeling bad. I know, and then they release the... Wear- I mean, I get what you're saying. It's like, man, these town people, like... They really fucked it but up. It's yeah, a, they, it, it's all their fucking fault. It's such a classic horror trope, so... I, well, they, well, they, well, they were like, no one asked them to show up. <laughs> we didn't invite them here. I love Brian Glover, that, the fault. character actor, the one that's uh, bald that has the um, Alamo joke. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've told that joke a few times. Remember the Alamo. Ah, I remember the Alamo. I love that one guy that's like laughing into his beard. <laughs> yeah. I like, it. I like how the whole pub is in on it, you know? They, they make yeah. it all awkward when they come in and the guys sit down, they kind of haze them a little bit, and then they start, you know, start up their shit. And they're, they, they're, they're, it could have, if they wouldn't have ever asked about the star on the wall, they, they could have just like rolled in and, and been okay. But once you start nosing around, it's time to die, motherfucker. I've never missed that board before. <laughs> you made me miss. I've never missed that board before. <laughs> the bar, the, the actors in the bar, there's some, that's some good character actors right totally. there. Yeah, like like all that stuff. They definitely had a look. Also, like how Landis is uh, shooting that, where like sometimes but when the guys are talking by themselves, it, it's clean. It's just those two actors in the frame. Yeah. And then he does these great shots where they'll... Or, you know they're hearing the bar story and all that stuff, and he crowds the frame with the other bar patrons at that point. Right, and and they're they're still having their story over the um, Alamo story. Yes, they're they're having their conversation. Yeah, I like that, and it builds. Yeah, it's, it's good stuff, man. He did a good job, young visionary filmmaker. Well, that's what the trailer said. Yeah, I know, and it's something different. Yeah, I like that. They're like, look, guys. It's a different kind of animal, man. It's, it's not the howling. It's something different. Well, in that trailer, they just said, it's something different. So this was the third werewolf movie released this year. 
What was the first one? That, uh, the Howling came out in April yeah. of 81. And then Wolfing came out, I think, whoa, I wrote it down. That one's all trippy. July. And then this came out in August of 1981. So this was the third one. It made the most money, though. Yeah. Yeah. Made $30 million, just in the United States. That's not bad it for seems a, the most commercial. It's definitely yeah. the funniest. It, you know, it, it's, it's weird that it doesn't have a star, though. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's no there's no heavy well, in the they, film. They and wanted it's John, John Belushi and Dan Aykroyd to play the characters initially. What? Did I they? did not. I have not read that, man. I read that. Where'd you read that? I send it to you. Send it to me. Okay. I, I need to. I need to read that. I just got done with that huge. Uh, it's doc. like 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 when it was. And they early, never mentioned that. When it was like early in the in the game, like when they were thinking about who to who to play. When he was he was like, okay, look, yeah. Blues Brothers, all right. Yeah. Hey, Boy, guys, that would have been a completely guys. different movie. <laughs> it would have been a completely different film. It would have been cool. <laughs> I mean, I could, yeah, I could see, I could see Dan Aykroyd playing the rotting friend. Yeah, totally. Yeah, I could, I could see that. I saw it the other way. I think it would go that way, though. I don't think I'd want Dan Aykroyd to carry the the movie. <laughs> Although, you know, I, I think that David Nolting, or whatever his name is, I think he's. I just I, mean, I think to, he's the weakest actor in the movie. I think to he's me, terrible. at the time, he does okay. I, I could see him thinking Belushi would be funnier as the dead guy. But you'd want him in the, you know, you'd want him in the big talking role. Like, even in Blues Brothers, he's the one that's talk, you know? Yeah. Fucking Dan Aykroyd's like, we're on a mission from God. It's like, that's like, he's only to just a couple other lines here and there. But he's a quiet one. Yeah, I'd never heard that. Well, y'all continue, and I'll, I'll, I'll learn something you. new. You don't have to show it to me. I believe you. And I, I want you to send me that link, though. I need to know, bro. Yeah, it seems like when I talk to werewolf fans, they tend to like the howling more. But just like general movie fans like this one more. Well, what do you guys think of the uh, the werewolf? I mean, this is kind of a different design. Most uh, werewolves are bipedal, you know, stand up like a human. Yeah. That's a typical werewolf. This is, uh, I believe, what did Landis call it? The uh, Hound from Hell, I believe is what he told Rick Baker he wanted to make. I think it, the design's nice. I love the face. Yeah. They cut to it a lot, though. I get tired of just looking at the face in the same close-up after... I, it gets a little gets a little old after a while, I feel. It starts feeling repetitive. I mean, it's a good face. I don't mean, I don't mind seeing the close-up, but you know what I mean? I, just, I feel like it's, it's that straight-on shot, and they have, like, two different, you know, millimeter shots of that face, and then it's the one side, and then it's either biting somebody from a side... This is not a lot of variation. I don't know. I know it's like it's eighteen. It's nineteen eighty one, and it's makeup, and they they were doing the best they could. And it won an Oscar. It did win. So an Oscar. shut up. I know. I mean, I know. I know. It's just I wish they did did some other. Okay. Wish they'd have thought ahead to two thousand nineteen. And no, just give me just a different different. Go ahead. I looked it up about the. Um, Dan Aykroyd thing. It was the original producers, Polygram executives John Peters and Peter Gruber hoped John Landis would cast Dan Aykroyd in the role of David and John Belushi as Jack. John Landis refused as he wanted to use new faces and because Belushi and Aykroyd were too busy working on Neighbors, which they also wanted Landis uh, Landis to direct. So Belushi is the friend. Yes. Told you. (laughs) Man. That would have been a completely different film. Yeah, that friend would have been, like, in the movie a lot more. <laughs> there would have been, like, five or six Although I'm kind of glad he went of... with 
no names. It, it makes sense, you know, like because allow them to like create the characters. Cause, like, cause well, they when people would see like, it, they would just true. they would just see John Belushi. I mean, you know, yeah. If I if I'd seen this growing up and it was Dan Aykroyd and John Belushi, then it would always be a Dan Aykroyd John Belushi movie, right? But growing up, it was those two guys in the movie. They like they were buddies. It made a made it. It may have made more money. The it would have. It would have made more money. Yeah. I don't yeah. know if it would have become a classic. It probably had been more of a comedy. They would have hammed it up even more, I do believe. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. So it would have been a completely different thing. It would have oh. been weirder, though, man, because I think the gore would have still been there. And then <laughs> but the horror <laughs> fans would have probably crapped on it and been like, like what, ah, what is this? Yeah, I can see that. It just being a little bit too ahead of its time. Yeah. yeah. What is this? Child's Play 3? No, we got any one of those oh. coming out, too. Yeah, that we do. Oh, there is. That's that's right. Mm. You don't like that? Yeah. He yeah, sounds I, just like the Joker. Dorf, man. Come on. I, I grew up on that. <laughs> I want to be your buddy. <laughs> what do you think of the new doll design? I don't know. I really haven't, you know, you outside of that, it? yeah, outside of that trailer where you only get that, uh, well, I guess, I guess you get like two shots of his face in the trailer. He looks good. I just looked up the doll and looked at it. <laughs> Oh, yeah, there's that poster. I don't know. I, I got to see its angry face, you know? Like, that's one of the things that, like, defined Chucky was that, like, yeah! the yeah, crazy, yeah. like, old mouthy yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, dude. Oh, my God. <laughs> the little teeth and, you know, holding the, yeah. Dude. Yeah, with the eyebrows. Super creepy. Yeah. I wonder if they'll they'll address the thing everybody always talks about. It's a doll, just, like, Pick it up and throw it? it. Yeah. How is it so strong? I just hope it's not, like, a silly, like, robot well, like it's gonna be it's, tur- like mini Terminator. It's gonna be like the Ninja Turtles re- remakes. It's like they're from space. He's from space. Oh no, <laughs> that would be bad. <laughs> yeah, or, I hope they don't aliens. do it like this. Robot's bad, or it, it goes like short circuit, uh. <laughs> <laughs> like lightning. Lucky is alive. Yeah, I hope this isn't like the the bad Pen guy bag. version of AI. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Just dump it in the water and it feels sad for itself. Oh, I'll kill you later tonight. <laughs> David, you hurt my feelings. <laughs> Time to die. Yeah. I hope yeah. it's good, though. Yeah, it should be. It won't be. Oh, come on, guys. Have some hope. Well, jo- John Landis's son, Max Landis, is uh, in talks and planning to uh, remake th- this film. Yep. Really? He's yes. writing it currently right now. Yeah. I think he said he got done with uh, at least one draft of the screenplay. I don't know what I think about that. While on one hand, I would love to have a new werewolf movie. Yeah. On the other hand, this is a... But they have to do it mostly practical. Man, do you think Just like... Just like smooth the edges or something, but you gotta, you gotta you... have something real there. Okay. Yeah, maybe. I just, man, I just don't think audiences are like... I mean, could you even sell practical effects in the theater today? I just think they look better. I mean, I do. I think when you actually have something there that light like is bouncing off of, my I, kids notice the difference. I think we'll notice. Uh, uh, like, I mean, like, there's a whole generation now that just grew up on just CGI. You know, isn't there a new Jim Henson thing coming out by his son where they're doing the Dark Crystal series and they're yeah. doing all that puppets and stuff? That will help, I think. Bringing that, getting that back in there where we're actually doing. I mean, those Muppet movies don't make a lot of money. Even when, even when we saw. I can't remember if it was this movie or an alien movie. The kids asked, like, why do those aliens or why does that werewolf look more real than... Because real items with light bouncing off of it looks more real than CGI. Very true. I don't know, though. I just... I don't know if a... And even in... Practical... 
even in Thanks this last week's episode of Game of Thrones, the Night King's eyes, Man, the, the tracking was off. Like when you move, it, it would like wiggle. Game of Thrones. That's all we're that's all we're talking about, guy. Come on. No, I mean like from everybody. All oh, long. I know. Well, it's, it's yeah. just it's just what we're talking about. You know, right G- Game of Thrones and Avengers kind of broke the pop culture landscape. Like yeah. Yeah. this I'm, fucking I'm month. Not, I'm well, not watching it either. <laughs> <laughs> I am so not pop culture. <laughs> but but yeah, go, go. Okay, so at the end, go back and watch the scene where he goes and confronts whomever at the end. When he's walking up slowly, and he, oh, you haven't seen it? No, I haven't seen any of this season yet. Okay, cool. Well, look at his eyes when they do the close up. The the because they make his eyes glow, the track is off and it wiggles. Oh I'm yeah, like, he's got oh, the blue no. glow in his eyes. That's no, right. why did y'all do that? You have spent so much money doing this, and you fuck up the track on his eyes. My man, dude, when you have to cram on those special effects, man, you know, like sometimes and I, like. This Always has remember. happened to me before, man. Like sometimes <laughs> producers just start fucking yelling at you, and they're like, "Come on, we got to get this out. We got to get this out. We got to get this out." And you just start fucking cramming shit, dude. And you know what? You fuck a sh- you fuck something up, and there's nobody that goes behind you and double checks it. When you, when you're that's working, how it happens. when you're working with digital material, right? You are never finished, but at a certain point, you have to abandon it. Yeah, but this is really noticeable, and um, I guarantee you that that guy. Or a girl, whoever did it, when they watched that scene, they're like, fuck. Nah, they probably beforehand uh, was like, this is track's not good. The producer went, it looked great. It looks good. Move on. <laughs> I don't know, man. How long was that boat in that one shot in Garland Woods before we fucking noticed? I mean, you know, dude, sometimes it's just It's shit. very possible. And in that, that was the producer that went, are y'all going to leave that boat in there? What boat? <laughs> oh, damn, damn. I didn't even see that. Fuck. It wow. happens, man. Yeah, there's a wide shot in the movie, and she's she's supposed to be swimming by herself. And, I mean, for a long time, we had the shot in, and Mark came over and was watching it. And after the movie was over, he goes, in that wide shot, are, are y'all going to leave that boat in there? <laughs> and we both looked at each other like, boat? And we go to the scene, and we're looking like, what? Holy crap, there's a guy in a fishing boat right there in the shot. You, you should have just said what, uh, apparently, what... Um Harrison Ford said, making uh, Star Wars, is like, if they're looking at that kid, we're already in trouble. Well, that's what it was. We were always looking at her. Yeah, that's not really fly in real life. <laughs> when you're doing the work. Yeah. I like to see you, you tell a producer that. Yeah, like, There's nothing that well, go pa- well. Apparently, uh, Mark Hamill, they were doing the trash compactor scene, and, and his hair was wet. And then when he came back, his hair wasn't wet. And he was like, wait, 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 we just don't like coverage, and my hair wasn't wet. And Harrison Ford, you know, says, if we're looking at your hair, kid, we're already in trouble. <laughs> this is a good Harrison Ford, yeah. Jared. I, I like that. Get off my plane. <laughs> Let me hear it. And I'll be able to get it better. <laughs> That's pretty good, dude. You're, you're all right. You're all right. It's a little mixed with Clint Eastwood. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, you know, when you're doing the. The presidential Harrison Ford. Yeah. <laughs> I like older Harrison Ford where he's kind of grumbly. Like, even when he's supposed to be like Han Solo, he's just like pissed. He's like, God, I hate my son. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even going to tell her she might be my daughter. I, but you know what? No one's ever, no one ever dies. So they could totally bring back Harrison Ford this next one. What'd you guys think of that trailer, man? We never <laughs> talked about it. I was, I was a little afraid to broach it, but let's go ahead. I guess we've already queued it up. Yeah, come on. Star Wars Rise we talk of... about it the last time we were over here? Not on the air. Yeah. Oh. You have a mic in front of your face now. I want to get you on record. Can you pause it and play it real quick? 
Oh, for real? I've only seen it once. We've passed on all we know. A thousand generations live in you now. But this is your fight. So that was the trailer for Star Wars Episode Nine: <laughs> Rise of the Skywalker. No, it's the Rise of Skywalker. That's right. The ri- wait, Rise of Skywalker, or is it the Rise of Skywalker? It's the Rise of Skywalker. Man, the title is so kind of like just garbage. And American it's the Rise of Skywalker. All right. <clears throat> Not a fan of the title, guys. This is my least favorite of the titles. Yeah. Um, it looks cool. I like seeing. Uh, I like seeing Lando in the. In the driver's seat of the Falcon. I like that laugh. Super sexy. Um, <laughs> yeah. He's like, you know, and it ties into Solo. He's like, oh, my ship over my dead body. You know, it's going to happen. Yep. Um, He's wearing the same yellow shirt. Yeah. Uh, oh, is he really? Mm-hmm. You know. From Solo? I, I like that they're going to give Kylo Ren back his fucking helmet. Like, please. I don't like that. You don't like that? You, you want to like see that. his stupid face? Yeah. <sighs> Yeah, I'd rather see his stupid face than his helmet put back together with some red sparkly fucking lines in it, yeah. When, when they should have just, you know, replicated a new one, gone over to the replicator and said, Kylo Ren helmet. I new. mean, was that helmet? <laughs> I mean, it was, it, was, it was a pretty cool helmet. I mean... No, it was cool. I, I, I liked it when he was, you know, emo Darth Vader. And, like, I thought we were, we were getting something different. Right. Like, Kylo Ren was transforming, and here we go. We have something new now. He destroyed that fucking thing. He doesn't need to be Darth Vader anymore. He's going to be something new, right? right? We're going to tear down that old shit, and it seemed kind of like J.J. Gonna... was just like, well, look, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put that shit back together, Ryan Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of how it seemed. Well, maybe he won't wear it. Maybe he'll just, like, you know, keep it like an Oscar in the bathroom. Well, he's wearing it in that <laughs> shot. <laughs> He's like, it doesn't fit, and he like <laughs> he kills the guy who's putting it back together. What do you think, Brian? You said you've seen this trailer five thousand times. I, yeah, I like the trailer. Trailer's good. Excited for the movie? Yeah, I like the open stuff with the Ray. Yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. excited. Okay, I just I, there's some things that do worry me a little bit. Yeah, like, uh, what? like uh, whatever that Death Star piece that's out in the beach. 
Well, the very last shot of the trailer. That's where the yeah. Emperor's been living. Yeah. The, the Emperor Just like, you know, how, how Luke went off and he was on an island somewhere? I do think it's interesting if it... Same if thing it, with the Emperor. And I think they're going to turn out... The way it's going to sh- turn out is that the Emperor's been kind of controlling this the whole time. You think they're, it's not going to be a cameo thing? It's going to be like he's pulling the, the strings? Like, he's the main bad guy. He's the one who trains Snoke. Wow. Like, he was controlling Snoke and... You think JJ's going to like straight up double down and be like, this yeah, is I think all... Yeah, I think it makes total poetic... Yes. I, th- I think they're going to do it. And of course we've got to bring the Death Star back. But doesn't that kind of like destroy George Lucas's whole like uh, Darth Vader? Like, Yeah, it makes the whole series the story of Palpatine instead of the story of Darth Vader. But if you think change. about the... If you think about the... You know, you, Lucas used to talk about rhyming patterns. The first trilogy... <laughs> ends with the reveal of the emperor right in return of the jedi the second trilogy if i mean you know palpatine's the sith but the jedi don't find out that he's the sith until the third movie so it's a second reveal of palpatine i think they're going to do a third reveal of palpatine at the end well he's like the lifeblood i think that's why it doesn't they're playing up like it doesn't matter Really, where uh, Snow came from, we didn't get a backstory because his backstory is that he's just been being controlled by Palpatine. Like his powers were really Palpatine's powers. It was Voldemort all along. I'm I'm Vol- totally Voldemort. I'm totally seeing like a, pa- a paralyzed <laughs> old Harry emperor that's just controlling stuff with his mind because <sighs> he's that badass. I don't like that. I don't like that, dude. I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't like it. Is this gonna be the first Star Wars movie I mean, that you stand just, up in and leave? This is just. I mean, no. This is just what I'm thinking. So no, it could I, be wrong. I mean, what what your step? It sounds like it could be 100 percent plausible. I, mean, I think the title is "She's Not Gonna Be a Jedi," and I think they give it away in the trailer because she's got her little blaster and her lightsaber, and she doesn't make her own lightsaber. She just fixes Luke's. I think she's gonna be a hybrid Skywalker instead of a Jedi. <laughs> I don't like that. <laughs> I don't like that either. That's really stupid, dude. I, if, if they do that, I'm just... They're going to go to Skywalker school? Yeah. <laughs> like mm. They build the Jedi Temple again, and it just says, Welcome to Skywalker we got, Academy. Rise of Skywalker can mean a lot of things. We could be talking about Kylo Ren here. We could be, uh, we could be finding out about uh, Rey in some way. We could be talking about Ghost Luke. We could be... Yeah, well, Luke think could come about back it. to think fight Think about it. You got Last Jedi, True. the Last Jedi, and then the next movie, and then think about the other three movies, the other series we got here each one of them ends with revenge of the sith return of the jedi but the last jedi is talking about Rise of the skywalker that, that that's not luke in that title that's the beauty once you get to the end of, of last jedi it's ray they're talking about she's the last jedi is she a jedi uh, that's what the movie's called it she, no, she that's luke, her. luke was the last jedi he no. died no, Ray is the. It, that's, but that's the way you take it when you watch it. But if it's she, if literally, she t- what Luke says in the VO that if, you were wrong about everything, the Jedi don't die. <laughs> Ray is the, and she has the knowledge she of had, the Jedi, yeah. and, and the little kid sweeping. But you know, at the same time, in Last Jedi, just saying, she's Last. Luke Jedi. says the Jedi have to end. She talks about balancing the dark side and the good side. I. I'm almost positive they're going to go with a new order that balances dark and good. That's stupid. I hope they don't do that. That would piss me off so bad, dude. <laughs> I'd be so mad. And, and of course, like, I'm just thinking of like off of the trailer, 
what do I think and what would piss me off if it happened and that's what I think. Oh. <laughs> so you think it's going to go that way. All right. Oh, man, that would make me so mad. Predictions have been set. JJ's not that bad, man. There's no way. I, I have faith in him. A little bit. I, think I mean, after Force, Force Awakens, right? Yeah, I think he's going to tie the Star Wars and Star Trek universes together somehow. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be amazing. <laughs> like, the last shot is, like, all of the, re- the surviving characters, and they come up, come up on the No, Inter- if Enterprise. they tie it with anything, it'll be the Marvel universe, and the last shot will be the Guardians of the Galaxy show. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but dude, I mean, like, can you imagine how many people would, like... Just die of heart attacks if they saw the Enterprise and the Falcon. Just like like sitting in the same space. Oh my god! Oh god, dude, yeah. Oh yeah. It would be like Chewbacca and Cleons. What? Oh yeah, dude. Be mind blowing. I'd the have tie- a heart attack. Yeah. Nerd, nerd, nerd boner. Just like, tie fighter, <laughs> bird of prey. <laughs> yeah, people would die. Yeah. Guys, we ready to rate American Werewolf? In London. An American werewolf. An American you gotta werewolf. You got to have that an in Sorry. there. An American werewolf in London. Yeah, let's rate this bitch. All right. Who's going first? Um, I'm going to give it an eight. Give it an eight. Yeah, I think it's pretty solid. Uh, it, it was very cutting edge for its time. Yep. Uh, it's extremely watchable. Uh, it's fun. It's hilarious. Uh, <laughs> I don't I know, man. hand gesture there. Yeah, yeah, well, oh, the, the, yeah the, uh, well I, was, I, was, I was, you know, saying what... What the Benson has been saying all night. Uh, it, it's a fun movie, man. Yeah, it's totally solid. Eight. What, what's it getting? And it's two? terrifying. Is it terrifying? To a four-year-old. Oh, to a, oh yeah, definitely to it a four-year-old. It does have some good scares. No, man, I was, I was, there were some moments I was scared of this. I was even watching this with my wife, and she jumped when the uh, the second dream, when the crazy Nazi thing comes out of the window. Yeah. Oh, yeah, dude, yeah. Yeah, my wife jumped in. Uh, yeah, when his throat got cut, I was like, ah, yeah. yeah. Oh, man, yeah. So there's, some, there's some nice moments. Yeah, and then when the werewolf like goes crazy and starts like uh, going after that one couple, it pops up into frame. Well, that, that got my wife, too. I mean, there's some good like actual jump scares. I love, I love that scene where the guy goes down, he, his wife tells him to go check, and he's got a drink in his hand, and he goes down, and he's like, oh, is anyone there? And he is oh. <laughs> walking around with his scotch. There's just a random body part. Oh, step oh, in that, that was badass. That looked really good. Like a hand laying there with all the, like the ligaments and stuff off of it. That looks really good. Yeah, little vein. Yeah, I like that. It's very good. I'm gonna go nine point. Whoa, seven. Wow, nine point seven. That rounds up to a ten. What, what are you? What are you knocking your point three off for, <laughs> Vincent? Because it's not a perfect movie, but nostalgia and everything he just said brings it on up there. I'm gonna give it a nine. And it's legendary quality. I mean, like, oh yeah, everybody in into movies knows about this movie. Yeah, I mean, if it's not the pinnacle werewolf movie, it's it's one of them. Yeah, one. yeah. I mean, yeah. if you bring up werewolves, you're going to bring up Teen Wolf and this. I mean, every time, right? Yeah. I'm going to pretend you did not say that. <laughs> I'm going to look away. When we Break do when, when we do when we do werewolf month, when we do werewolf month, I love Teen Wolf. We're going to make I'll you watch it. Teen Wolf. When we do when we when we do Wolfen and the Howling and fucking Teen Wolf and uh, American Werewolf bad in moon. London, yeah, I mean American moon. Werewolf let's, in Paris. Let's, let's do some good fucking goddamn <laughs> werewolf movies, man. Come on, if we can do something new, let's do it like late phases. That's good. Have Haven't you guys seen, seen that? One? No. Yeah, it's uh, It was on Netflix for a while. I highly recommend that. It's a low budget, but man, it's good. It's good. As long bad, as we can do Teen Wolf. Good. Yeah. Oh, well, there's Wolf with Jack Nicholson. Oh, that was good. Oh, yeah, that yeah was I like that excellent. one. Yeah. <laughs> 
Rick Baker also did the makeup for that. Hmm. Actually, he did a bunch. I, I, I wrote this down. Uh, he did Cursed, which... I hated that movie. Yeah, I'm not the biggest fan of that. Um, he did uh, the remake of The Wolfman. Again, not my favorite. And he also uh, did uncredited work for Silver Bullet. So he has done a bunch of werewolf movies. Fuck yeah. So there you go. So we need to figure out what month is werewolf month. November? I don't know. No, November is going to... I was thinking we'd do uh, Noir November. Okay. Hit up, hit up their noirs. Because I, I, this, this Halloween is Freddy, right? Oh, yeah, that's that, right. That's what we talked about last yeah. year. Yeah, so this, this Halloween yeah. Well, we should probably tell people this is Monster May. Monstrous May. Oh, wow. Yeah, now that we're at the end of the podcast. <laughs> Shit. Oh, my gosh. We've totally forgotten about that. Yes, it is. Monster movies all this month. Yes. Thank you, Benson, for bringing that up. Holy shit. <laughs> Better late than never. <laughs> I knew I was here for a reason. <laughs> you made it this far. Now you know our theme. All right, guys. You've been listening to the Movie Crew Podcast. You want to get in touch with us, you can do so by sending us an email to themoviecrew at gmail.com. That's themoviecrew. Crew spelled C-R-E-W-E. Extra E at the end of the word. Crew at gmail.com. Guys can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram at Movie Crew Pod. And uh, guys, rate, subscribe, reviews, all that good stuff on all of the uh, podcast stuffs. Yeah, the podcast feeds, you know. Apple Podcast, Tuned In, Stitcher, Spotify. Wherever you're listening to your favorite podcasts. There you go. Benson, where can our audience follow you, sir? Jeremy Benson on Facebook. Boom. Wow, that's a new one. Just throwing it out. Yeah. Look at that. Be my friend. I've had that Facebook count forever. <laughs> what are you talking about? Yeah. He, he just changes it up, makes no big thing about it. He's just like, oh, here we go. Yeah. Figure out, give a different one each week. Oh, That's man. I like that. Okay. Jared, what about you, sir? Where can they follow you? You can follow me on Instagram at CheckTheGay and on Twitter at Jared B. Callen. You guys can follow me on Twitter at Elkins Edits. And uh, we're going to be closing out the show. Um, Blue Moon. Yeah, let's do the, uh, the, the Marcells. Can okay. we do that one? Let's get this song stuck in your head, because it's been stuck in hours. Let's do that, and then uh, let, let's also do some of uh, Elmore uh, Bernstein's. Yeah. Let's do some of his score. We'll do, Dude, the score uh, in this movie is amazing. All right, well, yeah, we'll do, we'll do the main theme. There's not a lot of music. Uh, it's kind of like the same three themes repeated over yeah. again. Um, well, if it, if it was a song that stuff, had though. the word moon in it, it made the, it made the movie. That's true. There was Bad Mood Rising by uh, Creedence. Which was kind of strange, uh, but uh, I, because it was so loud in the mix, and then, oh, yeah. and then like he, right. then he has was. to talk over it, and that was even louder, because you know, he says something yeah. when he sits down, so I was like, ah, that's so strange how loud that is. That, yeah, that's a very valid point. Yeah, yeah. And then there's also a moon song where they're uh, doing it in the, uh, getting it on in the shower. Oh, dude, that's Van Morrison's Moon Dance. Moon Dance, that's what it what is. What a marvelous night for a moon dance. God, I love that song, y'all. Hmm. Maybe we'll play that. Who knows? You yeah, know, stick good. around, find out. Make some love. Later.